I feel like I'm still in that space where I'm trying to find the balance between the masculine energies and the feminine energies and being both a CEO and entrepreneur and multi-passionate entrepreneur because I see other things happening and want to create those things, but then also being in my marriage as a partner. Mm. So I'm learning how to be a partner. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Amplify. I'm Lauren Salon and today I'm sitting down with one of my dear friends and former clients, MJ Thomas. MJ is the founder of Malaya Studios with multiple locations in California, specializing in lashes, skin, waxing, and permanent makeup. She is also the founder and lead educator for Malaya Made Pro, providing courses and lash supplies to help lash artists and estheticians build profitable businesses. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody, I am so, so, so freaking excited for this conversation that is about to happen with my soul sister, MJ. MJ, welcome to Amplify. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. I'm so excited to be here. You are welcome. And so MJ and I, as I, you know, as, as you guys probably know, um, we connected when she came through the PR accelerator and have become dear friends since. And I just, what I love about you, I mean, and we're going to get into it. I love how your story, like you have such a powerful story and you have built such a beautiful business and life for yourself. And just like, you have some of like the warmest energy as well. Like it, your energy is delicious oh, to me. And, and we haven't even met in person. And I'm like, I know. can you just like, give me a, a hug, like just say I, hi. Yeah. It feels like a big hug. I so I know I want to give you a big hug too. I, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get started right away with some rapid fire. Ready? Ready. Okay. What are you grateful for right now? Oh my God. Um, my husband, to be honest, actually the fact that I have a husband. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. An amazing husband. Oh, I love that. 
what is a guilty pleasure of yours, regardless of whether you feel guilt? You know what I'm talking about, right? Potato chips, straight up. All okay, the kinds. You, oh, all the kinds. All right. <laughs> all the all kinds. Right. Bad ones. <laughs> Rant, do you know what? One of mine, this is like my road trip guilty pleasure, Cheetos. Like when I go on ro- long road trips and stop at a gas station to go to the bathroom, like usually I bring yeah. my own snacks and shit, but like I'll get a little bag of Cheetos and some Is popcorn. it air puffed or crunchy? Crunchy. The hot, the hard ones, not hot, not hot, not hot. No, no regular, the regular, like hard, crunchy Cheetos and a thing of pop tarts, strawberry pop tarts. -tarts. And that's what, that's like my road trip snack. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Diet Coke and a, and a buffet of potato chips. My favorite one right now is dill pickle. Oh, all right. All right. It's kind of like the salt and vinegar vibe, but a little more exotic. Yeah. (laughs) What is a random fact that most people don't know about you? Ah, let's see. Um, I wrestled in high school. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very random. Wouldn't have guessed. Super random. Okay. I went to a a private school and um, before that I was playing volleyball and I didn't realize that you had to go to like the summer camps and get to know the coach and all that. So they already had their team. Like, Well, what the fuck am I going to do now? So I joined the wrestling team. <laughs> All right. I mean, useful skills, right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I loved it. Mm. If you weren't doing what you do now, which is obviously the dream, what yeah. kind of job or career would you have? Like what was always sounded like super interesting? Um, a surgeon. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm totally. I mean, I can see that like with what you do with lashes and stuff, you know, it's very like intricate detail, precise work on humans. Yeah. Actually, I'd like to consider myself a lash surgeon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How seriously I take it, Lauren. (laughs) I, you know, you know what? You're not fucking around. I mean, and, and y'all, she's got the results to prove it too. I I like that. Hi, I'm a lash surgeon. (laughs) Are you ready to step onto the operating table? <laughs> oh my God. For that, like even, um, even when I was doing skincare and doing extractions, oh, <gasps> drooling, just drooling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure playing people listening are like, oh yeah, extractions. <laughs> um, any weird talents or special skills? Hmm. Special skills or weird talents. I feel like I can fix anything with tweezers and duct tape. Um, I, what else can I do? I do a lot of things. What else can I, yeah, like I'm probably. Mother. I can do it all. I'm a mother, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a mother and a lash surgeon. Back off. What, what did you want to be when you were little? Um, what did I want to be? When I was little, I wanted to be like my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a nurse. Uh, she was a nurse at the time, finished her master's, wanted to be a nurse practitioner, but moved into management. But mm-hmm. I just remember looking at my mom, like, I'm gonna be like you. I don't even know what you do. <laughs> oh, I love that though. Oh, like what a role yeah. model. I know, right? Yeah. When is the last time that you cried? Like 20 minutes ago before we all like, I'm like, I'm like right before I got in the shower 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's I've been crying a lot. I think it's good. So yeah, just it is the energy. 
exactly. It's like, um, I love this, uh, analogy. It's basically like, think about how much, you know, when it comes to energy, right. We're taking on a lot of energy and it's got to get out somehow. There are plenty of ways to clear it through our body, but just like with food, right? Like we eat throughout the day and we gotta, you know, you're going to take a shit, you know, it's gotta go like a couple of times a day if you're really healthy too. So like (laughs) crying is like pooping, but for your emotions (laughs) and energy. Yes. I poop. Excuse me while I I poop. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. This actually next question could be answered right now. The last time you laughed so hard, you almost peed your pants. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I had a lot of kids. (laughs) Too much. Sometimes it doesn't take much. I've got a lot of kids. Woo. Okay. What is your favorite meal? Oh, fried chicken. Back to the mm. guilty pleasure. Yeah, fry a good fried chicken. I think I would even do a bad fried chicken. <laughs> I even take some bad fried chicken. I'm, um, I'm healthy, I swear to God. No, you know what? It's okay. These are like the fun, like crazy, you know, silly questions. Yeah. Um, wait, do you have a favorite fried chicken place? Yes. Do you what guys have crispy, crunchy chicken down there? No, okay. not that I'm aware of. Oh, there it's a chain, but you can only find them in certain gas stations. Oh boy. I know, I know, I know, but I've got to tell you, they've got this thing down. You can you only know. find it in certain yeah. gas stations. Yes, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> gas station fried chicken. It's Girl. So good. I know. All right. All right. You know what? That's okay. You know what? <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite foods in the world is Costco rotisserie chicken. $5. Oh yeah. The Done. Done. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, just give me that thing. They inject it with butter. I don't know. Um, (laughs) what is your, the next place that you want to travel to? Mm, You know, probably Australia. Mm. I'm a big, um, I'm a scuba diver. My husband and I, so we want to get in the water. We want to get in the water. Scuba dive out there. Yeah. Where where have you guys where been some of your favorite places to scuba? Um, so I recently got certified a couple of years ago when we got married on our honeymoon, and we spent our honeymoon um size of the bedroom underwater. So we were in Tulum for uh we just were fishes for a whole week, and it was so cool. So cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right. I think that's, that's the, the rapid fire that we'll get You're like, Oh my gosh, we're just getting started. You guys, this is so fun. Um, I mean, I knew it would be, I knew it would be, I'm like, can we just like hang out? I know. Um, okay. So as, as I said in the intro, you know, you have built a incredibly successful lash business and have shifted recently into teaching beauty professionals, lash professionals, how to build their own businesses. I would love for you to share a bit about how you got into this? Like, tell us your story. Oh, absolutely. What's, um, what's really interesting is before we hopped on, I was just in the DMS with someone who's in the, in the middle of a career change. Mm. And she is like, I really want to get into something. I just don't know what, and i like to do the beauty industry, but I don't have, I don't have anything to do with beauty. Like, I don't know what if it's just not for me. I'm like, you know what, you got to figure out your why. 
mm-hmm. just purely like, what is your why? For me, when I, um, when I got into it, I was 19 when yeah. I had my first child and I chose that life. Okay. I chose that life. It didn't just happen to me. And <clears throat> I remember when you say that, well, finish your thought and then I'm yeah, what you sure. mean by that. So I, I embraced everything that that would come with that includes the responsibility of having to provide for myself and a child. And, um, I have, I think I have amazing work ethic. I have, I come from a, a household of just humble hustlers, you know, and the one thing we don't do is complain. We just do the job, get it done and, you know, move on. And I remember going to school and working a bunch of different jobs and asking my mother if she knew that she always wanted to, if she wanted to be in the medical field all her life, because that's what I was pursuing. And she said, yeah, absolutely. I was like, I don't feel that way. Mm. And she said, you know, just stick with it and you'll get used to it. And at that time, I, it sounded like settling to me, right? Mm. Like it just, it sounded like settling. And I do know that there's a time and place for grit. And I do know that there's a time and place to work through things that are difficult, but it just didn't sit well with me. And I, I kept digging and I was like, well, if you could do anything, what else would you do? And she's like, oh, you would have a med spa. We do facials. We do Botox and fillers and laser. And I was like, what in the world is all of that? So I, um, I started looking into what a, what a med spa included. I just worked backwards. Like, what could I do to get this started? Right. Mm -hmm. And I got into this rabbit hole of, Oh, I could be an esthetician and do facials and do this. I ended up looking into programs near me. And before I knew it, I was enrolled in a program (laughs) that started in a few months because I wasn't able to get the classes that I needed um, for that next semester. So kind of just all pieced together beautifully. So I was like, I'm going to do this. The classes take four months and I'll be certified and then I'll figure it out from there. So ended up getting certified and, um, oh, actually the first day of school, the teacher says, we're going to go downstairs and give the new students facials. I'm like, what? I've never, I wash my face with the same soap that I use with my body. Like, oh my gosh. I used to like my whole life. I was like this dub bar, like I never yeah. break out. This is fine. Same. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Whatever. It's working. Yeah. Men are like that too. They could use the same thing they wash their balls with on their face. Yeah. Real talk. I still sometimes just use the same body soap in the show. If my face face wash, like y'all, if my, if my cleanser for my face is on the counter, right. Cause like, you know, sometimes I'm like so extra that I'm like, I should just get two. One that stays in the shower and one that stays by the sink. Right. And I'm like, do you want to wash your face? Exactly. Yeah. And so sometimes if it's by the sink, cause that's where I last wash my face. Like, and I'm in the shower, I'm like, well, the bar is just going to have to do it right now yeah <laughs> I hear that I, it's not that serious that's where I was just was not that serious so I laid down and I got this facial and I fell asleep I woke up and I'm like oh this this feeling that I have if I can give this to people I'm going to do this I'm going to do the shit out of yeah. this 
Yeah. And then I just dove in and I was just wide open to just all of the classes, all the opportunities that came. Um, And when I graduated, I had no idea what I was going to do. But one of my classmates um, who graduated before me called and said, hey, I have this room for rent because I'm going to open up my own space. Do you want to check it out? I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I'm in. So (laughs) I went and I checked it out and I was like, I'm going to do this. And if I can, you know, maybe let go of one of my part-time jobs to do this, then I'll do that. And I told myself the moment that I was making the same amount, I would quit. And literally two months later, I'm quitting all of my jobs. I had no idea. And I had the, I had the freedom to make my own schedule. Um, I was making more money than I was making with multiple jobs. And I was like, okay, I, I am onto something here. (laughs) (laughs) Like what is happening here? (laughs) Yeah. Something is working and I'm going to go with it. <laughs> and uh, before, before I knew it, um, I told myself, all right, I'm going to quit my jobs, even this comfortable one that has benefits. And um, if I can do this for a year and be profitable, I'm going to open up my own. So a year goes by, my daughter's in private school. I bought a new whip. I got my first BMW. It was just, just flexing hard, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, now it's time to go look for a spot. And, you know, just like everything else that was meant for me, everything just kind of worked out where I signed this lease on this piece of shit, a space that was a half bike storage and half um tea house and I was like this is perfect I'm gonna throw some paint down and new floors and I'm just gonna open up a new spot and I opened a spot just myself and ended up getting busier hired the first person hired the second person and before you know it we're booked out months with a full house opened up a second location you know, nine years later, and here we are. I believe we're eleven artists deep. Now we're teaching. so incredible. Yeah, and um, it's so possible, which is, I think, the more amazing part. No matter what walk of life you're in, I think if you come from a place where your why is to create the life that you would mm. like to live and serve other women and empower them while you do it it's possible for anybody yeah I love that and so I know you said and and I've talked about this on the show before how important it is to have a strong why right that you know a vision that you're working toward a why that helps to fuel it all of all of that um and obviously yours like is so much your your kids and and so if and I it's funny because in my own journey I sometimes didn't feel like I had a strong enough why. Cause I, it's, it's like, I didn't feel like my feet were to the fire enough or things were really that yeah. bad, you know, yeah. or like no one else is relying on me. Like I'll be fine, you know, whatever. Okay. And so for people who don't feel like they have a really strong, why that's like, like really just like giving them that motivation, like how would you encourage someone to really dig deeper into their, their why? Oh, I mean, um, 
I was listening to uh, one of the recordings um, from Big Queen Energy, which I absolutely fucking love, by the way. If you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. Club but, BQE. That's right. And um, for me, I, um, I'm the type of person that can, I feel like, do anything with the right directions and any of that. I don't give a fuck. I'll do, I'll do the shit out of it. But what I really was chasing was freedom. Mm. freedom of my own time and I feel like if you don't have it wasn't yes it was uh my daughter was a catalyst right but what I really wanted was to be able to control my time so that I could take her to school so that I could do the room mom thing that I could stay home without having to ask somebody if I could right yeah or like work at a job that I kind of liked or maybe really hated for five days for two days off, it doesn't sound like a good exchange of my time. So for me, I would, I I would ask, how do you want to spend your time? And what is your time worth? Mm. I mean, if you think about it, like what is, what is minimum wage? I was just talking to one of my teenagers about this. She, she wants to be a lifeguard at this water park. And she's like, can you believe they only get minimum wage? And I was like, well, what's minimum wage here? She's like, it's like $14. I was like, do you think $14 to be responsible for all of this life here is worth it? And she was like, no. And I was like, absolutely not. I was like, do you know how much a brow wax is? I was like, it's $15. (laughs) Do you know how long that takes? 10 minutes. (laughs) So, you know, I was just telling her, I was like, you've got to think about what your time is worth. And I think when you really, really evaluate that and evaluate how you want to spend the time that you have, because once you spend it, that shit is not coming Yeah, the only thing you can't get back. That's right. This is the only thing. So that would be the question. How would you want to spend your time? I love that. I love that. And so how has that evolved over time for you? Is it still very much like a freedom is a motivator? Totally, totally. And always, um, whether, whether, I mean, at some point these kids are all going to be gone, right. They're going to go to school Mm -hmm. and start Mm -hmm. their own beginnings. And, um, you know, I have a husband who I absolutely adore. I've said no to a lot of relationships. I have two kids of, um, my own and, um, he has two kids, but so we, we collectively have four, but even my kids have different dads and I'm okay with that because we can have a child, but the relationship that we're going to have is forever. So (laughs) I'm going to focus on this child and I hope we work out, (laughs) but you know, for me, um, I want to stay focused on spending my time doing the things that fill me up with joy because back to it, you can never get it back. Right. So for me uh, with the businesses, they're both up and running. It's great. Women are starting their careers, having families, having their own freedom and spending the time that they want. Um, Now I'm transitioning into teaching and coaching so that I can have a little bit more freedom from being behind a chair, right? Right. Renting time. So I'm transitioning from renting time to developing how I can 
share what I know with people who want to learn without having to physically rent the time out, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm on that journey. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And it's been yeah. so cool to see you step into that, you know, like, yes. and because we chatted when you were like, all right, this, I just had my last lash client done. Yeah. yeah. It's been no, amazing. Totally. I mean, you, you had the same kind of experience too, because you were in fitness for a while and you yes. had clients and there was a point where you were like, yeah, I've had that a few times when, so my consulting business back when I first started was social media management. So I was running people's like Instagram accounts for them. And there was a point where I was like, this doesn't like, this is easy money and it's good money, but it does not light me up. I can't, I can't. And so I like resigned all my clients with that. And as soon as I did that, like new, amazing opportunities flew through the doors and, and yeah, same thing with with fitness, you know, I had an online fitness business for a while and then did some in-person personal training too. And kind of, you know, my audience knows my, my story a bit where, you know, I was ready to jump back into PR as like the main thing, but kind of dragging my feet of like, no, but I love my clients and And like, of course there was fear with that too, but, but yeah, finally was like, you know what? I need to be done with this, even though it is a good, like, it's good it's not the thing. Right. And my heart's not there anymore. So yeah. And that is more valuable than however much money comes in. I feel, yeah. Think about it. That's why we don't work regular jobs. Exactly. Our hearts, you know, like I am made for more. Yes. Yes. Fucking know what that is yet. And, you know, people might be on that part of the journey where they're just like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Not this. Exactly. Being brave enough and courageous enough to be like, I'm going to go find out what it is. Right. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in that space right now too, where, you know, I left working with clients and, you know, that was a six figure stream. And I'm like, you know, I got to find what it is that is calling me right now. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of reflection right now, a lot of um, figuring out what is calling me and listening to my gut and um, just being open again, right? Mm -hmm. And not so, so structured and the whole have to, and I need to be doing this and I need to be doing that to be, to be whatever it is that success is supposed to look like. Yeah. So I'm, um, you know, talking about masculine and feminine energy and all of those things. Um, I was in my masculine for a really long time. Yeah. you know, and doing and creating and all of these things. And right now in this transition, I think to be able to bring the best of what I can give um, to those who may need it, I need Mm. to be in that space where I'm just grateful, you know, where I'm grateful and I can look back at what I've done and really feel it. Mm. I love that. A lot of times we just do all this shit and we hit the mark and we keep moving and keep running. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's next? Instead of like sitting in it. And that's actually something that you said before we started recording is like, you know, you're in this, yeah. In this transition period, you just had like a a little, 
you know, the, the month of September was a little quiet for you and taking some more time for yourself and everything. And, and not quite like business-wise, but you making more time and space for yourself and, and yeah. And, and this realization that like everything you've been wanting to manifest is, is here. And so being in this really yummy place of like sitting in it and feeling it and appreciating it. Can you speak into that a little bit more? Because I absolutely resonate with like the you know, obviously like being so stuck in my masculine for so long, go, go, go. And you'd cross a goal off the list. And then you're like, yeah, well, why I'm not going to slow down to celebrate it. Cause that's what was supposed to happen. That's the expectation. Keep fucking going, you know? (laughs) And isn't that such the thing? Like, um, when you're, when, when you're like goal driven and you get this high from, you know, hitting a mark, you're like, cool, what else can I do? Where is the limit? Let me keep going. Right. Um, I feel like we miss the part where we're supposed to celebrate. Yeah. We have to celebrate. We have to celebrate, um, the marks that we hit and remember that that once was something that we wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I am a stubborn, hard-headed, <laughs> very driven, um, just, just energy. <laughs> and, um, it is going to take something to knock me off of my ass to really slow down. And yep. Yep. Been there. I'm like, anxiety, anxiety yeah. attacks, depression, oh, you know, absolutely. like all the things I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah running into the wall again yeah it's only your body telling you hey bitch slow down and trying to get your attention for a while for a while but cool you just want to be um hyperventilating and crying (laughs) (laughs) unpresentable yeah i'm like hopefully i don't have to listen to learn this lesson that way anymore (laughs) oh totally well you know the thing is um i got covid i got covid and um i didn't realize how much I really needed to slow down. You know, um, I also didn't realize what it was like to be super vulnerable. You know, Mm. Uh, I was a single mother for a really long time. So I have habits that I'm still trying to heal, um, to be in, um, my marriage fully. And it took COVID to really knock me off. Like I didn't get the, the, a few symptoms COVID. I got the full on pneumonia COVID, um, several trips to the emergency room COVID. Yeah. And and during this time, my husband, who's a firefighter was deployed to the Dixie fires. So he was gone. So when he's gone, I hold down the fort and uh, when I when I figured out that I had COVID, the kids had to go to their other parents. I had to be home and isolated, and my husband wanted to leave where he was, and um, I had to tell him, "I'm like, what are you what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna get it too if you come yeah. home. Yeah. And then what the fuck with our kids? Yeah. So." you know, it was tough for him to do, but it was also, I needed the time to literally be alone. Mm. And I have, I mean, I couldn't do it. I, wow, I didn't realize, cause we were chatting, but I didn't realize yeah. you were literally all by yourself during that time. Yeah. 
Oh, I also have a petting zoo. So I have two dogs. Yeah. I think isn't, right? don't you guys have like an Instagram account? That's we like do. hella kids, hella pets or something. Yes, we do. <laughs> that is their family Instagram, just so that our shenanigans stay in one, one controlled it. place. <laughs> but I mean, if it wasn't for the animals, I would not have gotten up. And I literally was sleeping all day. Yeah. I didn't eat. Mm-hmm for maybe eight to 10 days. Oh my goodness. And it was, it was terrible. Yeah. And I just remember, I remember laying there and I was like, I can see how this can wipe somebody out. Mm-hmm. I can also see how mindset is everything because there was a point where I'm like, mm. Holy shit, is this the point where I could possibly die? And I'm like, we can't, we can't think that we can't, I cannot think that because then mm. I would end up feeling worse than I already physically did than spiritually feel all of these things. So, you know, I had to go to the hospital several times and that was by ambulance. And, <sighs> um, I was just like, Holy shit, I'm alone. You know, I am alone. And it really made me think like, you know what, you have a husband, you have four kids that you were blessed with you have a full house of animals, um, you have great health insurance, you know, all of these things. So by the time Eli got home, I was like, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I love you so much. Love you See, so much. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, I had it early August and, and even what I've heard from friends as well, and, and not as, as serious as it sounds like you had it, but even what I've, I've heard from other friends too, it was a lot of like going inward, like, yes, taking care of yourself and slowing down and sleep and rest and all that. But like, there was a lot, like for me too, a lot of like continuing to learn the lesson of receiving support. Like even, even you, right. Like you sent me food and shit and it was so sweet. And so like, even just being okay, getting support from people, being okay, slowing down, you know, and, and like, and so yeah. And, and playing with that, like loneliness thing too, because while like, I don't have a husband anymore, you know, and I live by myself, I was like, Oh, I'm literally like, I have no, my life is so hard. I have no one to take care of me. And yet I still had so many people like yes. pouring into me, sending me food, sending Absolutely. me groceries, checking in yeah. all, all of this. So it was, so so I agree with you. It, it was a lot of like reflection and, and like, Absolutely. like, you know, stuff to break through like mentally and emotionally too. Absolutely. I mean, you're on, you, you know, um, our businesses require us to really interact with people and be present and show up on social media and all of these things. And I couldn't even do that. And, um, and I just remember like people checking in, I'm like, Oh, these, these are the people that I actually really talk to. These are the people that actually like I am in, in contact with. And it just made me really take a step back and look at how full how full and rich my life is Mm. in other ways that I hadn't been good about measuring. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, yeah, it was a very, um, it was, I wasn't able to do anything and 
My husband came home, picked up all the pieces, made sure everything was taken care of. And I've never had that in my life, even mm. in relationships. Like I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I have this, you know, I've wanted it for sure, but here I am. Like I, you know, and there was a big part of me for a long time in our marriage where I was just used to just being so alpha. And so mm -hmm. I got this. And so I got you and all of this, that, um, this was my first time just humbly receiving care wow. and love and allowing it. And it was beautiful. And, um, I hate to say that it took COVID, but it totally took COVID for me to be where I am in my career, you know, with all my shutdowns and what to do there and pivoting. And then also yeah. looking at my relationships and, you know, my relationship with myself and my energy and what I'm doing. And I took five weeks and I was like, you know what? I needed that 1000% needed it. Absolutely. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I agree a lot. I mean, and so many lessons coming out of COVID, right? The past year and a half, almost two yeah. years, like in so many ways, like it has been such a powerful, you know, yeah, yes, it's been challenging, like, and, and in, in all the ways and surreal and everything, but also like it's opened up so many opportunities for growth, right. And for expansion and for, healing, you know, and like doing the inner work and like coming up against your edges and stuff like that. And so it's been, yeah, I agree. I, I resonate with that a lot for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. So how, how long have you two been married or been together? We are going on three years of marriage, but we've been together for five Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Okay. You know, I, I definitely, um, I definitely wanted children. I just never pictured myself with the partner. It's so crazy. Interesting. And I had to really think about that. Yeah. You know? Um, I feel like, um, being a mother is something that, um, is probably one of the hardest jobs, but also most rewarding. Mm. But I also had to get intentional about, do I want a relationship? Yeah. And I really had to ask myself that. And the answer was yes, but it needed to fulfill so many, um, not fulfill because I feel like two people need to be whole, right? Right, to, right, right. You know, but I just- Did you, yeah, weren't willing to settle like- no. No, otherwise I would have stayed with one of their dads. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just wanted like my, like my, I, I think I read it somewhere, you know, real, like I wanted a best friend with the relationship on fire, just all of the intensity with attraction, but also we can hang out and talk shit. You know, I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of it. I don't want it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, yeah. and so, so yeah, five years. And yeah. so like, yeah, what a, like, you know, a beautiful opportunity to deepen that, that bond and like, and be more appreciative of it too, through that experience, you know, through that challenge for sure. Um, 
Yeah. So I would love to actually back up a little bit to like you building your business as, as a single mother. And I know that we've talked in the past, like in, in different contexts around like how, yeah, just how that was for you being like a young, young mom. Yeah. Yeah. Getting pregnant very early, having your kids early. So, so yeah. How did you juggle all of that? Like what sort of like uh, just work did you need to do or like blocks did you need to overcome? Like, yeah. cause I can imagine that people underestimated you or there was judgment and stuff like that. So, oh, and I love that. <laughs> Fuel. Fuel. I love that. Tell me I can't, and I will silently figure it out and get it done. And, um, for me, um, when I found out I was pregnant, Um, this was actually my second pregnancy. My first pregnancy was when I was younger. Um, I was 16 and with, um, the same relationship. And I told my mother and immediately two days later, I had an abortion because my mother Mm -hmm. set it up and I wasn't right ever since. Mm. And I was so angry and I was so upset with her. And um, why did she make me do this? And I journal, I would journal and go to therapy. And then I realized one day, I'm like, I did it. Mm. I laid there and I signed the papers and I did it. Mm -hmm. She didn't do it. I Mm -hmm. did. And it it was a lot of healing and a lot of recognizing that I have the power and I gave it away Mm. and that's no one else's fault, but my own. So what am I going to do to, to make my life better? Because it's, it's ultimately up to me to create that. So I did, I did a lot of yoga I did a lot of releasing energy. I didn't, you know, I read about it and I'm like, I'll try anything, you know, and I kept going to therapy. And a lot of times I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere, but I was doing the work, you know? (laughs) And when we got pregnant again at 19, I told myself, well, you know, I asked myself, are you willing to do this? If no one is going to be there for you, are you willing to do this? If no one's coming for you, if you need help, are you willing, are you willing to take all of this on and not blame anybody else for the outcome? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So that was the promise that I made to myself. And when I told my mother, you know, I was very humble about it. And I was like, I know that you're probably disappointed in me and you had all these visions of what I was going to be, but I promise you, I will be happy. I promise that I'm going to figure this out. And whether you support me right now or not, that's okay. Mm. But I'm going to do this. And that was probably. That's so, like, I can imagine that was so challenging, but also so mature for like a 19 year old. Oh, it was tough because we didn't talk for a while. Yeah. And, you know, that, that was, that was really tough. Um, But um, I was okay with it. You know, Mm. I was okay with what I chose for my life and I was okay with what it came with. And, you know, um, that relationship ended because, you know, as 19, 20 year olds, you change so much. Right, right. And um, I was okay with that too. So um, 
a, a reoccurring theme. And I feel like a lot of my success is due to the mentality of no one's coming for you, babe. So what are you going to do? Mm. Fucking hate it. What are you going to do? It's yeah. no one else's fault. Stop giving away your power and decide what it is that you need and go get it. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, there's also that catch with that, right? You're always trying, I'm always trying to figure out how to get that for myself or, you know, establish that for myself. And a lot of times like love, it's just about receiving it, Mm -hmm. right? So just learning those lessons too. But as a a young mother, it was about, it was a huge um, lesson in accountability. And I think we all learn that um, in different types, times of our lives, but accountability, that was a huge one. It was no one else's responsibility for how my life turned out, you know? Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And super powerful. And I, yeah, I think that builds so much determination, resilience, all of that. And as you were saying, like, even with your marriage, like still almost that, like, you know, being stuck in the, the masculine there and very alpha and stuff and like, not fully like relaxing into it and, and receiving and being almost scared to receive and stuff. Um, so with Eli, how did one, how'd you guys meet? And then how did you, how was that different? Like, how did you know, like, oh, okay, this is, this is different. You yeah. know, like I can, like, this is what I'm looking for. Cause, cause yeah, it sounds like you've been, you were very specific and particular and not absolutely nothing wrong with that right. um, for a long time. Right. Right. Um, so I guess uh, we'll start with, I had Maverick and her father and I, she is definitely a maverick. I wonder what she would have turned <laughs> out as if I named her like Grace. <laughs> She's definitely a maverick. Like self-fulfilling prophecy here. <laughs> totally. Um, we were, uh, her father and I were in a relationship just for like a few months mm. and I got pregnant and um I didn't think I was able to get pregnant because I had tried for many years after and it just never, never happened because I had uh, fibroids and all of this and um, let food be thy medicine because I was vegan for a while and those fibroids shrunk and disappeared and hence this crazy baby maverick. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, uh, in that relationship, you know, I really same, same questions am I going to do this regardless if, you know, we stick around or not. And we tried and I, I started to see the signs of it just not being a healthy relationship. Mm. So we separated. And I remember, you know, going back to journaling and um, praying, praying hard, um, like, Lord, if it's not from you, please take it away. Mm. If it's not from you, please take it away. And slowly, like, things started to come up and come to surface. And I'm like, okay, this isn't from you. <laughs> and we're going to go another way. And I, I remember saying it for the first time ever, um, Lord, I'm ready for my husband. 
if it's not from you, I don't want it. And I, I said that I am ready for my husband. I don't want to date. If this man is not from you, please take him away. Mm. And, um, I took, after we separated, I took my girls to Disneyland and we just, we just had a great trip. And I was just, you know, wanting to fill them up with a little joy just because here we are in another transition. Yeah. And lo and behold, here we are at Disneyland and Eli and Anella and Makana. What beautiful are, names. Yeah, they're beautiful kids. Yeah. And they come running. And I've known Eli for a really long time because our kids went to the same daycare, same school. Okay. And we were always kind of in passing, but when you're in something mm. toxic, you don't really notice anything else besides, yeah. you know what I mean? So here we go. We see them and the kids are like, oh, it's blah. And then that was the first time Eli and I looked at each other and it was weird. Ah! <laughs> and I was like is he cute (laughs) is he cute (laughs) yeah am I checking him out is he checking Uh, me out I feel inappropriate right now (laughs) (laughs) our kids are here and we said hello and you know he was kind of fumble fucking his words too and I was like okay it's not just And uh, we talked for a little bit and then, um, and then that was it. And then he went his way and then I went mine and um, he, we had each other's numbers. Um, It probably was an exchange from, you know, school or whatever. And, um, you know, he texted me, he was like, Hey, uh, whenever you get a minute, um, how did you and Simeon, my ex, get to the point where you guys could be in the same place together? Because mm. he had been going through a divorce and trying to figure out custody. And I was like, it's, you know, I'm totally here if you ever want to talk about because it it's messy. It's messy and yeah. it's hard and it's difficult and it's a lot of healing. And he's like, cool, I'll call you later. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so we hop on the phone later on after all the kids are gone and we're on the phone laughing and crying for four hours, just like little teenagers. And, um, I was like, Eli Thomas, it is 2 AM. I can't be on the phone with a boy this late. (laughs) And I swear since then we have been inseparable. Oh my gosh, I love it. I know, it's like finding, I I tell people it's like finding my best friend that I haven't seen in forever and just feeling like we just never skipped a beat. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. Oh, I love it so much. And like then like having a big crush on them at the same time. I know. The best. Not bad. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, so something that you said earlier too was, that, you know, you still have habits to heal Mm. that are, or have been preventing you from like being fully in your marriage, right? Like maybe fully surrendering or something. So what, what are some of those things that you notice kind of coming up that you still get to work through? You know, what's really, I don't, um, it's kind of, it's difficult to be 
an entrepreneur, someone who needs to make decisions all the time, someone who has to lead. Yes. And then, and then, you know, get into a relationship and switch those gears. Yes. Yes. Not saying that as a woman, as a, as a woman that I need to switch those gears, but it's to look at my partner and look at him as a partner. Yes. As opposed to somebody that, you know, I have to lead to. Yes, absolutely. So I think learning the difference, um, learning how to be in my relationship as MJ, a wife. Like, yeah, switch into wife mode, not like MJ, badass boss. Yeah, bitch. yeah. Even though I'm still a badass wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, it's like right. it's like CEO MJ versus like wife, mama, partner, lover totally. MJ, best friend. Totally. You know, it calls different characteristics up to the table. You know, absolutely. And, um. I, I, I feel like I'm still in that space where I'm trying to find the balance between the masculine energies and the feminine energies and being both a CEO and entrepreneur and multi-passionate entrepreneur because I see other things happening and want to create those things, but then also being in my marriage as a partner. Mm. So I'm learning how to be a partner, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. I, yeah. And that's something I experienced too with, with my ex was like, yeah, like boss Lauren, like yes. business Lauren is so yeah. serious. And then I'd be like, no, 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 I want to shift into wife Lauren. Cause I don't want to be, well, and this was also a while back when I was like, still so stuck in my masculine and didn't really know how to shift and play between both as, as easily. Um, but yeah, there, it was a clear shift that needed to happen to be able to be like, wait, 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 you know, like I would be like, okay, text me when you leave the office so I can like shift gears, you know, so that I'm not just like, like business lady when you get into the house. (laughs) Right. Yeah. yeah, I think I, um, I, that time off definitely, um, allowed some rest because I, I wasn't even doing anything with my, with my studios or even my coaching or any of that, or my classes. I just, let it all go back to what you said about surrendering. Like I just literally had to surrender and now I'm kind of just getting back into it. And I definitely have a different perspective. I think having time to reflect and work, Mm. you know, those, those feelings out in solitude um, was necessary for me because I feel like as a mother and business owner and a wife, there's rarely any time to really be alone. I mean, mm-hmm. even just with business, I mean, it could easily be busy. Yeah. Easily be busy all the time. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely. Completely. Um, so what, what are some of the things like those little things that you're doing to help shift in, mm-hmm. in your relationship? Cause mm-hmm. I know that like so many women like res- resonate with this who are listening and, and likely men too, like the, yeah, like being that like alpha woman. Cause you are like, I am as yeah. well being an alpha woman, but then also like in your relationship, not being the, like the, like a steamroller and stuff. Right. Right. Um, so I'm still, so like, yeah, what's been helpful for you? 
yeah, I'm still figuring those things out. And I have to, I have to remember like, okay, so what are the things that I like to do? Right. So I like to get my nails done. You know, it's my time. And I like to get my lashes done. I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to all of those things. Like, um, and I just have to make time to do it. Mm-hmm. right and stay in touch with who I am outside of wearing a hat right mm-hmm. like the CEO hat the mom hat the wife hat like who am I who am I and what do I like to do and what brings me peace yeah right? so those things so I'm just I'm still I feel like I'm getting to know myself again I love that right and I feel like we're always getting to know ourselves yeah you know? like, I mean we're never we grow and evolve every day or like you know, should be, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Opportunity to. So, um, I really like spending time on the Peloton. Um, uh, I really like yoga. Um, I love just laying out in the sun. Mm. So little things like that, that, you know, I used to put in the back burner because I'm like, I don't have time to do that shit. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I make time for it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So switching gears a little bit, um, with like the business stuff, I, how has it felt for you? Like kind of being a beginner. Cause like you've had your lash business, like doing lashes for so long and such an expert, like OG pro at this yeah. and so yeah. much success, right. To then like, yes, still in the same world, but instead of doing it, you're teaching it now. Like how has that experience of like being a beginner felt for you. Super humbling (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. You're like, why isn't this so successful and easy already? And then I just had to remember, I'm like, you got to do the work. You got to do the work back to like, you know, um, doing all the healing that I had to do. Like it's back to being consistent, even though I may not see anything just yet, you know, staying, um, staying excited about what it is that I'm doing, um, keeping my mind, um, focused so that a lot of that is also isolation too, like protecting dreams and building Mm -hmm. from the ground up again. So, um, I feel like I'm in incubation mode because I feel like I'm brewing like this awesome recipe that, is going to be amazing soon. Just not right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's the creation process, the birthing process, like you were saying, yes. incubating, like, yeah, yes. absolutely. So all of those things. So to be honest, it's been really humbling and, um, I am excited to see what comes of this. Um, because I am doing the work and I, um, now that I'm back after my rest period, (laughs) um, I'm more, um, I have more ideas. I have, um, things that I want to try and see what, what sticks, um, Mm -hmm. but also with more intention, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, definitely in this transition period, I am totally loving, um, spending my time the way that I am and not, uh, you know, I love all of my clients. I too, I do, I miss them, but I also love 
the flexibility. Yeah. And sometimes it's just time. Right. And that's, I think when it's, it's even harder, but also some like sometimes I don't know if more important, but it it's hard when you're like, Oh, but I love this thing so much. And I've, I've loved it for so long, but also my soul knows it's time to be done or time to, to move on. Like whether it's a business thing or even like with my divorce, right? Like I didn't leave a terrible marriage. Like I had a good marriage, right. In a lot of ways. And, and it, but it was time and I knew that. Right. And so that can be so much harder when it's like, Oh, but this is a really good thing. And I could stay with it, whether it's the business or whatever, but you're like, but I know that my soul needs to go in this direction, you know, that, that, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the place where, you know, you can choose to be comfortable or choose to take that invitation to see what else is out there on the other side of that. Yes. I know. I think it's, um, I'm always going to choose that side. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I love that. So, okay. So, you talked about manifestation a bit, like even just with being like, okay, God, like I'm ready for my husband. And then you're like, Oh, Disneyland. Hello, boy. Right. There you go. Right. And even with right now, like all the things that are going on for you, um, what are some, like, what does your manifestation practice look like? Or what's been, what's worked or like anything like, yeah. Working backwards, straight up working backwards. And you talk about this a lot too, with, you know, be, do, have, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what does this shit look like? What does it look like? What are you, what, what you have it already. So what does it look like? And then, and then getting clear on what that feels like, what that could, what does it need? What does it need for me to be? And then working there, like starting with the habits, you know, Mm -hmm. like, okay, like, well, first with my husband, I'm like, okay, so I want a husband. So that means I got to be a wife. (laughs) (laughs) Energetic framework. What does that look like? (laughs) What does that look like? And what kind of, what kind of wife do I want to be? So what kind of husband is going to be able to, you know, match that wife? Yeah. I want to be right. Yeah. Yeah. So even with my, with my husband, like, I'm like, you, you know, you gotta be a better man than I can be. Cause I, <laughs> I've been, I've been both for a really mm-hmm. long time, but then also, you know, I you know, growing up, you know, being too much this or too loud or too emotional and all of that, mm. gotta be able to handle that with grace. So he has to be a super secure man right? Yes. Yes. Super secure man. So just naming all of these. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I I told that to a man I'm dating right now. I was like, I'm sure you've noticed I'm pretty emotional human. I don't like stay there very long, but there's, there's, and it's going to keep happening probably. Like I get, there's a full spectrum happens. You stay very consistent, but I'm a, so thank you. I'm like, yeah. thank you for letting me be all the things, even all when it drives you crazy. Yes. yes. And you know what? There are men out there who can handle that. Exactly. And with grace and, you know, like, what? I got you. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. I got the, you're funny. And I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm very funny, like, lol, haha, but I know that's not how you mean it right now. Like, whatever. <laughs> He's like, no, it's a good thing though. I'm like, ah, fuck. Okay. okay. 
I get that. Okay. I get that. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So my manifestation starts with working backwards and then focusing and staying focused on, on what that looks like and what mm. I need to be to, to create that kind of life for myself. Absolutely. So. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> um, okay. I know we're like getting into time in a second here. Okay. I want to actually like, let's talk about like the girly, like things. Okay. Yeah. Like what are some of your favorite, like skin, beauty, pampering, obviously lashes, which, you know, I'm like, so on board with the lashes. I got them done before I got married, like for my wedding. What's at this point, that was six years ago. Yeah. And I was like, I can never be without these. <laughs> Why would I? No, it's just so nice to wake up and be like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> blink, blink, blink. Yeah. This is yeah, what I, I, think, I wake up. I think it's all about saving time for sure. Yeah. So I don't have really big regiments, but lashes and, um, I got my brows done. Oh, okay. That is, that's, that's kind of it. And I'll put on a little lippy. Mm. Yeah. Um, for products, I love too well. They're based out of uh, the East Bay in California, and they use essential oils for skincare. So there's an essential oil for every pore size. And I like that oh. it stays as natural as possible. And, you know, that we have this whole idea that oil is not good for the skin, but it actually helps. Yo, it's I'm like coconut oil all over. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, Pick me up by the head and dunk me in. And dunk you. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Coconut oil is great for so yeah, many things. So good. I know. So good. Yeah. So I just I keep it really simple. Lash okay. That's it. I love it. What about you? What about me? Um, I lashes. Yeah. I do like I don't get facials as much as I would like to. I just like, don't prioritize it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I use, I like skincare products. I'm not like, Oh, these are the only skincare products I ever um, use. Like I'm really yeah. not that specific with my skincare routine, like yeah. moisturizer, mm-hmm. lotion, cleanser, like, totally. or, you know, sunscreen and stuff like that. But like pretty basic. I do love me some Botox. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. But that's like, that's pretty much like my super high maintenance-ness is my lashes and my Botox. And I'm like set. I'm good. I know. And like, I do really like things like, I mean, like I use collagen supplements and stuff like that, but I like, um, as far as like skincare treatments, like doing things like, uh, derma rolling. So like micro needling, um, I just did a, like a laser, a clear and brilliant laser facial, like two oh. weeks, like a week ago or something, which is, has a similar effect. So like yeah, that, no kind of, y'all glowing. that kind of shit. Mm, <laughs> Thanks. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. what would be mine. I would say Yeah, yeah. Like pretty low maintenance. I am too. I am too. Yeah. I like the things that save time and right. Like yeah, Botox nails, anything that's like, that can last me about two to three weeks or months. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same. The nails, which I'm due tomorrow. That's on the list. I like, so want to make time for it today, but it doesn't make sense. But I'm like tomorrow ladies. Yeah. Get, get it. Get it. I know. Cause you've always got the like amazing nails and stuff. So yeah, those are my yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all right. Let, let's, let's actually, we'll go ahead and like wrap. I, I could talk to you all freaking day long. Yeah. Um, 
But so for you, number one, like where can everybody find you? Like if people want to go to one of your studios and get their lashes done by your team, where can they go? If people want to learn from you, where can they go? Like all of this, tell us. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram, but everything in terms of classes, if you're a lash artist or esthetician, we have a pro shop. We also have class dates up on this website. And you can also find one of our studios on this website. It's www.maliamade.com. And then my Instagram handle is made, and you can find links to all of the places there too as well. Amazing. And I'll be sure to put that all in the show notes and everything. Um, yeah, you guys go follow MJ. Um, and then last question that we ask everybody on the show, obviously, you know, you know about the show, you know about me, all that kind of stuff. So like Amplify is so much about like, yeah, owning your truth, standing out, like, like using your voice, doing what sets your soul on fire, being unapologetic about who you are, the life you want to create, all of that. So what would you say for people who are listening right now, who want to, you know, stand out bigger, live more unapologetically, like be more aligned, all of that, like what's like one key piece of advice that you would like parting words that you would give somebody? The first thing that comes to mind is save your fucks. Just save Mm. them. You don't need need to, you know, you don't need to give it to people who don't believe in you, who don't breathe life into what you want to do. Don't sit, save your fuck. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Save the fucks, you guys. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Save Save your fucks. fucks. Absolutely. Amazing. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you so much. This was, this was amazing. I learned a lot about you that I didn't know, (laughs) which was so nice. Um, I adore you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing and being, yeah, so raw and real. Thank you so much for having this platform, Lauren. And I swear, if you haven't checked out Big Queen Energy, I would love to see your face in the session. Yes, y'all get into Club BQE. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice and keep being you because the world needs more of your magic. Mm